Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. After leaving town following the death of his father, young music prodigy Jacob returns to his desolate hometown only to discover that Buddy, his childlike brother he left behind, now works for a drug gang. The, the gang's ruthless leader has twisted his simple mind and manipulated him into a killer, a surrogate son who blindly follows as he is told. Jacob is drowned in guilt for having abandoned his brother and now realizes that he has to save him, and the only way to do that is to join this new fraternity. Set in the shadows of the U.S.-Mexico gang wars, Broken Horses is a gritty thriller about the bonds of brotherhood and the laws of loyalty and the futility of violence. We're joined today by the director and writer of this wonderful new film, Broken Horses, and that would be Vinod Chopra. Vinod, welcome to Film School. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, I guess the obvious question is, um, tell me a little bit about how the genesis of the story of uh, Broken Horses. You know, Mike, it all started really in uh, in uh, in uh, in a train. I was traveling with my writer Abhijat Joshi, and we had just seen the film Departed. Then uh, we said, uh, you know, we had we had actually liked the original Korean film more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just uh, we just talked about the original film, and then Abhijat came up with the idea of why don't we adapt one of our films, which is a movie that I had made in India called Parinda many years back, and it's now a cult movie in India. Mm-hmm. And we thought that it might be a good idea to adapt that, and that's how it actually started over a bottle of beer, so <laughs> the fact that let's do this. So it wasn't, we weren't like, oh my God, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And and then what happened when we did the first draft of the script, we had a lot of people uh, liking that script, and, and one of them was Nick Pileggi, who'd written Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, in New York, and then we said, oh, we have something here, I and mean, everybody liked it. And then, of course, James Cameron read the script and, and really loved it, and and that's what kind of... So it was one thing led to the other, and, and before we know wow, we made the movie. You know? So did you, at what point did you make the decision to, uh, to make this sort of American um, film, America, well, I say American, it's your film, but I mean set in America. Um, what was it that sort of what was the went into your decision or your thought process in wanting to do that was it because of the departed did you feel like they did that so well or what what happened when making a that decision See, i i i have a little history i was nominated for an oscar in 1979 mm-hmm. i was a young kid then when i came here for the first time to u.s so that had stayed with me and also i have done pretty well in in india and i am now you know uh, I think maybe top of the heap in mm-hmm. my own game there, mm-hmm. and I I wanted more challenges, Mike. I mean, I wanted to be challenged. I wanted new things to challenge me, and and I think both these put together my Oscar nomination and the fact that I wanted a, a crazy challenge. And what can be more challenging than you know? I had, I am a guy who learned my ABC when I was 16 years old, and I've actually written a script in English and made a film in Hollywood. So really, it was, and, and English is not my first language, so it was a big challenge, really. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I want to let our listeners know that you're you're well known, uh, as you said, in in uh, in India for as an Indian filmmaker, I should say, for films such as PK, Three Idiots, and Parinda. Uh, so those are are well known and well respected films. And now um, I've I've a little bit of background on you. I know that you, uh, whenever you have the opportunity, you're always encouraging. Uh, new filmmakers, young filmmakers, people first guess just getting started to challenge themselves. And it yeah. does seem that you've taken this to heart uh, in your own career here. So, uh, and to great results uh, with Broken Horses. Um, now, wh- once you got to the idea that you're going to make this film in America, uh, what was next? Was it the casting? Was what, what was part of the process moving forward once you made that decision? Yeah, I was lucky because the script was liked by most people. And once the script gets liked here in this town, then, then you know, everybody comes to you. The agents come to you. The, the actors start approaching you. Uh, of course, then we went into the casting directors. The finance came in. And I think bottom line really is, and I would like to say this to you and to the listeners, that if you have a great script, most things fall in place. Mm-hmm. Really. Or at least what people think is a great script. It may not be. It really boils down to what is the perception of that script. So the perception of the script of Broken Horses was that it's one of the best indie scripts going around in town that time, and that helped. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to explore that a little bit. And by the way, let's. I want to talk a little bit about the script and how the 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 strength of your script and comes out in the film is you are constantly ratcheting up the circumstances and the uh, tension upon each of these characters uh, in the film um, mm-hmm. across the board. Everyone seems to, with every scene, seems to be getting a little closer to uh, what is an inevitable kind of uh, 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 conclusion. Um, not that that's giving anything away. It's just that you keep moving that sto- story forward. But I want to ask you, before we get to that, what is is there a difference between um, the process in the United States with American cinema and what you generally deal with? I mean, obviously you're a very successful director, so people are coming to you all the time. But is there a, a distinctive difference between the way that films are made in India as opposed to here in the United States? You know, they're very, very different. It's almost like two different planets, Mike. It's like, uh, you know, you have uh, in India, when we make a movie, it's, it's a, you know, it's the whole crew, the relationships of the crew are very different, mm. very, very different. It's, it's uh, you know, it's much warmer. Uh, it's perhaps less efficient because here there's huge efficiency in your system here. But uh, there's a kind of warmth in India that that I don't find here. So it's really like, you know, it's it's a different world, really. Okay. Is it feel more, it sounds like what you're saying, it feels more like a business, and in India it's more of an artistic endeavor? Is that, a, is that fair to either either perspective? Uh, no, I, uh, no I, I would say that it's, for me in India, what happens that, you know, my crew, my office that I've been working with is like now for, it's the same writer, same crew for like 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the actual parallel here would be somebody like Clint Eastwood. Uh, you know, I worked with his cameraman, Tom Stern, who just shot American Sniper. He shot uh, Broken Horses. And I went to his office, and it was exactly, I felt I'd gone to my office in, in Bombay because 
he had the same crew that he's been working with for many, many years. I mean, Tom Turner shot, like, God knows how many films of Clint and his production designer. So in India, why I say it's warmer for me is also because of the crew that, that's been working with me over, you know, 20, 25 years. My writer, Abhijat Joshi, has worked with me over 20 years. So it's it's like a family getting together to make a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, the whole system is like nine to six, and there are unions, and there are, mm-hmm. you know, rules, and there's, you know, I can't travel in this car, I have to travel in that car. All that is not there in okay. India. So, so therefore, <laughs> making a movie <laughs> in India, uh, for me, is, is, is very, very different from mm-hmm. making okay. a movie. All right, well, let's move on to the important stuff, which is... Uh, the 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 script and the acting in this film Broken Horses. Um, as I said, it's a story of two brothers uh, who um, you know are tied together by a very uh, some tragedy tragedy, but a deep love for one another. Mm-hmm. And as um, was it Alfonso, um, the uh, the film director, Coron, I'm saying his name incorrectly. Alfonso uh, Coron. Coron. Okay, he points out in in his uh, quote about the film. Uh, that these these uh, characters are really driven by love, <laughs> uh, it, love of one another, uh, and and but it doesn't lessen where the story is going in terms of the uh, creative the, the tension within it. Is that a fair statement to say about this film that they all, in some manner of speaking, you know, warped or not warped, uh, a love for one another? I think that's a very fair statement. Actually, when Alfonso said it, I was very surprised because that's one of the things. That, that for me was the driving force when I made this film. And Alfonso Cuaron uh, saying that came as a, as a very pleasant surprise because for me, the film is really about brothers. It's about friendship. It's about love. It's about family. So, uh, you know, it, it's about togetherness in a way. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the whole world has become dark, of course, and it's become uh, not what it used to be. But, but in the middle of all this, the relationships are all driven by love, and and isn't this what the the what this is? A, this is the heart of any great story, uh, sort of an uh, a, uh, a motive motives that are pure, motives that are maybe um, maybe misguided, but at the same same time, there's a certain um, energy to these to these relationships. That cut across family and all kinds of different things, but yeah, that, but that put put them on a course uh, that uh, you know, as I said, is inevitable um, in a way. Um, uh, let's so tell me a little bit about casting this film. Now, Vince D'Onofrio is in it, uh, Anton Ilchin, um, and a number of other people. Sean Patrick Flannery. Uh, tell me a little bit about bringing this cast together. See, for me, that also, Mike, was because of the script. I had, uh, you know, I had a lot of people. Actually, I was going to make this film initially with Nicolas Cage, and we were in pre-production, and then things didn't work out, and we had to pull out, and then I I, I just wanted the best actor for the role. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Vincent D'Onofrio in a short film that he had made on Orson Welles. Uh, he'd, uh, and I couldn't believe the range of this actor, you know, from Law and Order, from... Mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket to Orson Welles. Uh, and then I met him in New York, and it was an instant liking. You know, he came on his cycle in the middle of that traffic, and I said, oh, my God, this is my Julius Henry. <laughs> so for me, uh, that was pretty straight. He was, 
And, you know, also if I had, let's say, uh, certain other actors who probably have a bigger draw at the box office, it'd be much easier for me to market this film. Uh, it, it is far more difficult, but it's that much more satisfying mm-hmm. uh, with this cast because it's just the perfect cast, in my opinion, for this movie. In, in one of the, in uh, having Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, I think he's always uh, been a bit underrated in terms of his acting. Um, he doesn't. He does start. He does take chances on his roles, he, and um, but he's always a very strong presence. I, I always. Um, I feel that when uh, in almost anything I've seen him in, I feel like he really brings um, uh, a perspective to the role. Uh, very grounded kind of actor. I always, that's how I've always felt about him. His his characters tend to be very understandable in their in their motivations and how they go about doing what they do. Uh, and I thought he did that well in Broken Horses. I think he was terrific. Um, and with Anton uh, Yelchin. Uh, he, again, another young actor, terrific young actor. We, um, people have seen him in uh, the Star Trek, the the reboot of the Star Trek series and other wonderful films. Um, they work all, well off of each other, very well, as does uh, well everyone in the film. But uh, but Chris Marquette, I've never seen him in anything before this, but he's uh, he's terrific in it as well. So wonderful dynamics within this film. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. It's really nice to hear that because it was a big chance that I was taking in terms of the marketing when I took these actors. And, and the fact that these actors have done what they've done is is so wonderful to hear. Thank you. Yes, and truly. Um, well, uh, going back to um, uh, what was sort of the challenge of moving this uh, story from what was initially kind of an, a metropolitan setting to... Uh, the border, the Mexican border. Um, what do you think brought? What do you think that brought to the story that you wouldn't have had in 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 like a New York City setting? What what, what was it? You were. I mean, obviously the landscape becomes a character. Is that part of what you were thinking of or looking at when you decided to do that? See, Mike, the the thing was, I actually went to New York when we wrote the film, and then I realized that in New York, uh, I didn't know the city well, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. Uh, and I didn't want to actually uh, uh, make a movie in a city that I didn't know. I thought that I would make a very silly film. And I told my writer, co-writer, actually, that in case I want to make this movie, I will have to stay in New York, at least for a year or two, to get to know the city before I make a movie. Because the city would be, a, you know, would be a character in, in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so so moving it to the southwest, um, what what do you think? Ad, what did you think that brought to this story? See that you know those were elements I knew. Those were elements like uh, you know wind, fire, water. I know those elements. Mm-hmm. So well, so it was very easy for me to do that because those are universal elements. Those are not elements that are like only in America. That's why the lake, that's why the ranch, that's why the ranch on top of the lake, because these, these are things I know. That's you know for- I didn't want to make a movie that, that, that you would say, well, see, see, when you take a filmmaker from New York, whether it's Woody Allen or Martin Scorsese, they make great movies in that city. They know the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, they know the city inside out. It's like I, make, I can make a good film in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. I know Mumbai. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Parinda, the original film, was based in Mumbai. So, but to make a film in in New York and not know New York, 
would be a disaster for a filmmaker unless the the characters are such that they don't know new york either mm. Mm. that's so a good for point. me i actually went for the elements that i know uh, exist and and, uh, and and it worked because you know please understand mike this is a movie made by a guy who doesn't know english english is not my first language i've mm. actually come written a movie uh, directed and produced it so at least my elements which is the earth fire water everything i know those elements so <laughs> something i had to know <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah. we're, well, I just want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with uh, Vinod Chopra. He's the director and writer of this film uh, coming out um, April 10th here in Los Angeles and in New York. It's called Broken Horses. Well, tell me, I mean, it, sort of the lost in translation part of your life here, that you're you're, you're getting acquainted with a language and a culture, a, a different kind of filmmaking experience as well. What if you feel like you're taking away from this, uh, from Broken Horses, that will further you, serve you well as a filmmaker moving forward? What are what are the elements of, of this experience that you feel like uh, it's made me, it's I've met these challenges and I'm ready to move forward as a filmmaker? What do you feel? See, for me, the, the great learning was to work in a completely different culture, in a different setup, and work with great crew. I had, like, said, Tom Stern, Toby Corp, all of them Oscar-nominated, Oscar winners. And for me, that was a great learning, Mike, that I worked with a crew which was so, so, it was all highly qualified crew. And 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 that has taught me a lot, and, and I think I'll take it all to my movies that I'll make there, and also... I've been offered more films here in the U.S. And I, you know, for me, this has really been a growth spurt for me as, as, a, as a filmmaker doing this movie here. Well, very good. Are you, uh, any plans uh, down the line? What's your next, is your next film uh, going to be shot in more familiar territory, India, or your part, where you I, know? I or don't you, know, Mike. You know. I haven't thought about oh, okay. it. <laughs> I, will do, I will only do something that challenges me. I won't do anything that is just done for the buck. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, again, I didn't, right. yeah, very good. Well, um, I applaud. Th- this is a wonderful um, uh, first step into American cinema uh, for you I, and uh, all the way across the board. Uh, I can't say enough about the uh, the progression of the story and all of the different st- uh, characters and uh, performances in it. This is truly, as is said uh, by James Cameron and others, you really take this at every turn and make it uh, a thrilling film as well as one that will keep you riveted just because the circumstances that these characters find themselves in. It's, a, it's an accomplishment right in and of itself. So... I really want to thank you for uh, for it, and uh, thank you for, for finding some time to be here on Film School. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. I hope all your listeners enjoy Broken Horses as much as, as you did. Thank you. Very good. Well, we've been speaking with Vinod uh, Chopra, the director, writer, um, and and uh, impresario. And <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry. I said, and producer. And producer. I've been leaving that out. And producer of this wonderful film, Broken Horse, is opening on April 10th here uh, in L.A. and in New York as well. Uh, Vino, thank you so much for being a part of Film School. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. 
Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 